Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, Where is the House that Ye Build Me? It shall be focused on a study of Isaiah chapter 66. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for as Thy word said, Heaven is Your throne and earth is, a, is Your footstool. What house will You will we build Thee? But we thank Thee that You prepared a body which became the perpetuation for our sins. And to know that You brought Your Spirit back to live in us and perform the same works that You did. And to make us and that You were the first begotten of the dead and that we shall be begotten from the dead too. In fact, You told us that if we believe on Thee, we have passed from death unto life. So we thank Thee for the life of God that lives in us. Help us, Father, to demonstrate our life light before men and our life too. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Isaiah chapter 66. Chapter 66 Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me, and where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. He that killeth an ox is as if he slew a man. He that sacrificeth a lamb as if he cut off a dog's neck. He that offereth an oblation as if he offered swine's blood. He that burneth incense as if he blessed an idol. Yea, they have chosen their own ways, and their soul delighteth in their abominations. I also will choose their delusions, and will bring their fears upon them, because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear. But they did evil before mine eyes, and chose that in which I delighted not. Hear the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word. Your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake, said, Let the Lord be glorified, but he shall appear to your joy, and they shall be ashamed. A voice of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, a voice of the Lord that rendereth recompense to his enemies. Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Shall I bring to the birth and not cause to bring forth? Saith the Lord, Shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb? Saith thy God, Rejoice ye with Jerusalem, and be glad with her, all ye that love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all ye that mourn for her, that ye may suck and be satisfied with the breasts of her consolations, that ye may milk out and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then shall ye suck, ye shall be borne upon her sides, and be dandled upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you. 
and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. And when ye see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bones shall flourish like an herb. And the hand of the Lord shall be known toward his servants, and his indignation toward his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come with fire, and with his chariots like a whirlwind, to render his anger with fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouse, shall be consumed together, saith the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts. It shall come that I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. And I will set a sign among them, and I will send those that escape of them unto the nations, to Tarshish, Pul, and Lud, that draw the bow, to Tubal and Javan, to the isles afar off, that have not heard my fame, neither have seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the Gentiles. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations upon horses, and in chariots, and in litters, and upon mules, and upon swift beasts, to my holy mountain Jerusalem. Saith the Lord, As the children of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. And I will also take of them for priests and for Levites, saith the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, saith the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. And it shall come to pass, that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, shall all flesh come to worship before me, saith the Lord. And they shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me. For their worm shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched, and they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Rev. William Branham titled, The Stature of a Perfect Man. This was preached in 1962 on October the 14th in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 69 up to paragraph 84. I trust you find it to be a blessing. What is the tabernacle now? A body. God tabernacling in a body. God wants up high, when he comes down on the mountain, even if a, a bullock or cow touched the mountain, he must be killed. God's holy. Last evening, when those angels covered their faces, holy seraphim with holy faces, don't even know what sin means. And they have to cover their face in the presence of God. Cover their feet in humility. Now, holy God could not condone sin. So nothing could touch the mountain where God was. Then God was made flesh and dwelt among us in the form of Jesus Christ, His Son. His creation. Then that son gave his life, and the blood cell of God was broken that the life might come out of the blood to us. Through that blood we are cleansed, and now our blood, our life, which came by 
living through sexual desire brought our life in the world. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us, changes our nature by sending upon us the Holy Spirit. Then we become into the divine nature of God. Then we become a dwelling place for God. Jesus said at that day, you know, that I am in the Father and the Father in me, I and you and you and me. Know how that God is in His church. The church is now supposed to be taking the place of Christ, carrying on His ministry. He that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also. Yet a little while and the world seeth me no more. Yet you shall see me for I will be with you even in you to the end of the world. There it is. Carrying on His work. Now, God... Uh, the Bible said here that Stephen spoke of Solomon building a temple. And the Most High don't dwell in temples made with hands. For heaven's my throne and earth is my footstool. And where is the place of my rest? But a body has thou prepared me. A body has thou prepared me. God dwells in the statue of a man, reflecting himself into that being. Perfect worship. God in us being His tabernacle. God manifesting. Oh, how we could stay on that until uh, you almost suffocated here from heat. Notice that God has always, at all times, reflected Himself in man. That was God in Moses. Look at Him. Born to a leader. Christ. In the time he was born, there was a persecution of children trying to find him. Same it was with Christ. And he was, uh, he was delivered in that time. So was Christ. He was a lawgiver. So was Christ. Moses went up 40 days and got the commandments and come down. Christ went in the wilderness 40 days and come back, saying, You've heard of them of old time. Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say to you, whosoever looketh upon a woman and lusts after her, has committed adultery with her already. All these different things that God reflecting Himself. Look at Joseph, born a spiritual boy among a, a bunch of brethren. They were all good men, all them patriarchs. But when Joseph came, he was different. He could see visions, interpret dreams, and he was hated of his brethren because of that. Because of the very work that God had put him on earth to do, his brothers hated him for it. See? And it's all pointing to the cross. And look, he was sold for almost 30 pieces of silver by his brethren. Thrown into a ditch to be dead by his brethren. Was tucked up from that ditch and went and sat on the right hand of Pharaoh. And no man could come to Pharaoh who controlled the world that day. No one could come to Pharaoh only through Joseph. No man could come to God only through Christ. And when Joseph left the palace, before he left, there was a trumpet sounded. And runners went before him and hollered, bow the knee. Joseph is coming. No matter where you was or what you were doing, how important your job was, you had to fall on your knees until Joseph got there. And when the trumpet sounds one of these days, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. When Christ our Joseph shall lead glory and come to you. Your work won't be important then. Every knee shall bow and confess him to be the Son of God. 
Right. Oh, how we see him in David. How David, a rejected king, throwed off his own throne by his brethren, his own son, set up on the Mount of Olives as he went up top of the Mount of Olives, looked back over Jerusalem and cried. For they're his own people that he had served them and taught them of God. And his own people turned him off and threw things at him, spit on him and made fun when he started up the hill and was rejected. Oh, how perfect of the Son of God 800 years later. A rejected king among his own people sat on the mountain and wept over Jerusalem as a rejected king. What was it? God reflecting himself in those prophets, reflecting Christ. Then there came one which was a perfection of God. It was God among us. And since that time, he has reflected himself in his church this side of Calvary. But see, we're all trying to get to this dwelling place, tabernacle of the living God. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Word, and we thank Thee, Lord, to know that You are the master builder molding us into the image of Your Son. How, Lord, we shall attain perfection. And Lord, as You told the disciples one time, it's scarcely possible for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. But Father, and when they wondered greatly at this saying, You told them that, Father, it is impossible with men, but all things are possible with God. So we thank Thee, Father, to know that that perfection which You said You shall have a bride without spot or wrinkle, it's totally impossible with men, but it's absolutely possible with God. So we thank Thee, Father, for these great things that only You can do. Help us to yield ourselves to Your will and to Your working. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. shall tame those legions who will guide the truth tell us it's the fivefold ministry the voice of many waters thunderbolts and lightning screaming from the pulpit stay in line stay in line stay in line
Yeah. 